podcast is brought to you with the support of Caseload from De Novo Business Intelligence. In today's Hay Legal podcast, we get practical advice from De Novo's Stephen Hill, the Operations Director, and Grant Yule, Head of Marketing and Customer Engagement. They provide insight on how firms not currently using cloud technology can possibly use tech to keep working remotely. They outline what steps firms can take to move to the cloud quickly, timescales around doing so, and the benefits that brings. Grant and Stephen also send out an offer to help any law firm facing tech challenges currently. Customer or not, no obligation, no sales element, just an offer to assist these in challenging times. Let's hear the podcast. Grant and Stephen, thank you so much for um, joining us today um, from your various different uh, locations. How have things been for De Novo over the last couple of weeks? It's good to be here, Ali. Thanks for having us. Well, we are all now working remotely without any issue, as you would expect from a tech company. Full access to our software and, and going forward, all our meetings, demonstrations, training will now take place via video conferencing. So normal business hours, they've been unaffected. Um, and De Novo's online support network will operate as normal. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to say that we really do appreciate how challenging this period of change is going to be for firms up and down the country. Yep. One of the reasons we exist as a business is to ensure that our partners can operate in emergency situations like the one we're facing now. That's what we've been planning actually far beyond the recent events linked to this pandemic. And I think it's safe to say that remote work and the likes of, if you want to call it distance communications, are really the tip of the iceberg. The coronavirus has, well, it's accelerated the profession's move to a virtual workforce and definitely communicating differently. So any walls of resistance now seem to have been breached. And I suppose any firms unprepared, not necessarily through any fault of their own, I would add, are now deploying kind of underutilized technological tools. So for many, this will alter the status quo, but it really is a must do. It's changes of the mindset and a big adjustment to new operating procedures. Many, of course, many firms out there, of course, have not really had the time to process this properly. But this situation has, and I think will, continue to demonstrate that it can, when pushed, alter the way that legal services are delivered. And also what I would say is that if we can provide advice, tips, and a sort of general understanding to anyone in the profession who's struggling to get to grips with how technology can help them, we definitely will. We also understand that the time is of the essence, really, and it's not the time for anyone who's firefighting through these changes to really want to get under the bonnet of how 
technology helps. They simply need to know what can be done. If we can help educate people about some of the technical aspects along the way, then that's really a, a bonus from our point of view. Yeah. No, it is a time, obviously, of, of dramatic change and people are just having to to, to, to react to the moment. Um, and there's clearly a split. There's probably firms who are better set up, who are probably on the cloud already and able to move much more quickly to uh, a form of remote working, although I'm sure lots of practices are still um, you know, not refined. Um, but then, obviously, there are those who don't have cloud uh, access and I wonder Stephen if you could outline what, what can firms do what's the situation with firms basically that are not on the cloud currently how do they go about doing their work remotely well what, what I would say to that is if your organisation isn't invested in cloud computing already then all your valuable data is separately tied to this office computer or server networks that it resides in might not seem like a problem day to day the reality is that your local hardware can experience failure. The, you, end, you could end up catastrophically, permanently losing your data. So if you have to make a decision to work from alternative location, you, you'll not be able to get access to the files that you need. That, this is exactly the problem some firms are facing right now, not being on the cloud, no way to access information you've had saved locally. You've effectively been evicted from your office and have no way of been able to work with cloud-based servers, all the information is already uploaded to the cloud um, and you can access that from anywhere with an internet connection, even if the computer is, is in the office. There is, there is still some software solutions out there that, that allow you to work from the office computers, but they're not, they're far from ideal. What are they, Stephen, those um, resources or software? Um, a couple of examples, go to my PC, TeamViewer, like kind of regular remote support tools that IT companies would use to access them. The issue with those particular ones are speed latency. It's not always the best experience. And you're relying on your, your internet connection in the house and the internet connection in the office that you're not even in, being live and working to allow you to connect onto those PCs. Okay. How would a firm go about accessing them? Is it a case of just going online and searching for those resources well, and can you set up an account or how does it work? You, you would set up an account. What you'd have to do is you'd have to have access to the PC in the office first of all. So you would have to get into the office, right. get on the PC and you would set up the software there and you're basically setting up what's called an unattended session that you can then go to a, a laptop or device in another location, right? access the software from there, which then allows you to connect onto the PC that's in that office. Right, okay. But does the PC have to be running then in the office? Yeah, it has to be switched on. It has to be connected to the internet for the, the remote software to access it. So there's a few steps and cogs in place there that need to all work for that yeah. to be a successful solution. And that obviously does sound challenging, but it is a solution of some sorts that could be put in place as a an emergency sticking plaster, so to speak. That's exactly what, what that can do right now. Yeah, okay. What steps can firms take to move to the cloud quickly? It, it really depends on the, the size of the firm and the, the legacy data, to be honest. If a, if a data conversion is involved, it would, would take a bit more time. 
But for firms that don't have cloud in place, they'll be able to onboard reasonably quickly within a few weeks with some remote training and support. We decided to move all of our training to Zoom um, recently, which means we can offer a much greater deal of flexibility around onboarding processes while we're, we're in this kind of lockdown scenario. So for any of the existing customers, we have a strong team in place that can move quickly in emergency scenarios. Right. Okay. And could you outline, Stephen, the steps that a firm would need to take? Every situation is really unique. The best firm, eh, sorry, the best thing any firm can do that needs help from us would be to get in touch. We can have a chat around what they want to achieve, either short or long term. And we really would be happy to advise on the best solutions for them as individually. Okay, that, that sounds good. And what are the main benefits of being on the cloud alongside remote working? Well, the, the cloud offers lots of flexibility. Uh, we had one of our larger clients who switched to remote working over you know, the last 24, 48 hours. And most of them would have normally only worked in the office beforehand. Now, 95% of their team are working from home, which is, you know, great from the point of view in that they're able to do that. Not exactly ideal for the firm, but they're they're happy with the, the process has been quite seamless from office working to home working. And what we've really seen over the past week or so is that firms who aren't already on the cloud are feeling a bit left behind in terms of being able to continue to operate well in quite challenging times. Our help desk has been particularly busy in the last two weeks assisting our customers with accessing their normal office experience from home. And having the ability to work remotely and securely in a crisis like this are just a few of the benefits of using cloud software in your firm. Others include 24-7 access, better mobility, and we would expect about increased productivity. There are many different types of cloud computing software available for firms, including legal practice management software and CRM systems. And if you work with a firm or any of the listeners work with firms that have embraced tech have cloud software in place and have adopted flexible methods of working, I'm sure they are now reaping the benefits as we enter this period of forced change to our working habits. And by using cloud-based software, you can manage your contacts, track and analyse your firm's data, stay on top of the firm's day-to-day business. And another benefit is the that administrative tasks can be reduced by allowing firms to run more efficiently. In other words, cloud-based computing makes it easier for anyone to automate and reduce inefficient and potentially soon-to-be redundant processes. 24-7 access is now critical. So, for example, lawyers can easily assign and manage tasks track deadlines and securely communicate and share information with clients, including court dates, legal documents, case updates. Cloud-based access makes it easier for them to work efficiently from anywhere. 
You can create and store documents, share invoices, and much more using any internet-enabled device. So there's lots of benefits, and cloud software is a tool that can really make it all possible. And recently, you know, I was reading that according to recent estimates, 90% of businesses now in the UK are actually using a minimum of at least one cloud service. In other words, cloud computing is fast becoming ubiquitous. So if any firms out there have ever wondered why so many businesses, including law firms, are moving towards it, it's simply because there are a lot of advantages. Yeah, it's probably the case that firms are using cloud soft, cloud services and possibly are even unaware of it currently. So, well, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. If, so can uh, De Novo um, move firms onto the cloud remotely? Uh, and if so, what's the timescales that are involved around that? Yeah, that's entirely possible. We've invested heavily in our remote support tools, meaning we're able to support our partners really quickly and easily. And these same solutions would be used to get access to current uh, new part of the infrastructure, and we'd be able to securely transfer data over to, to our cloud platforms. These days, a cloud server can be provisioned and configured really quickly. There isn't that long wait for the hardware to be delivered, configured, and installed. We're actually assisting a number of new partners have joined us in the last couple of weeks. These firms approached us a few weeks ago looking to move forward with a cloud solution. And we're now able to deliver that during what's a pretty challenging time for everyone. They actually see this as the perfect opportunity to get secure, robust systems in place that now that they have a bit more time to train the team on caseload and new, new practice management, we can onboard, onboard the majority of clients who don't have anything at all in place in just a few weeks. On, from a company point of view, we made a very early decision to move our entire operation remotely a week past Monday when Boris said, let's all work from home where possible. So that's something we did really quickly. We do this normally over Christmas festive period anyway, so we're well geared up for being able to implement that, that very quickly. I happened to be in Lidl at the time of the announcement, not panic buying, I hasten to add, um, when I heard what the government were asking everyone to do and decided there and then to make an announcement around half past five in the evening. And no one arrived at the office the following day. And we've been doing that for over a, a week and a half now. Yeah. Um, in terms of... I was just thinking on a practical level, electronic signatures, you know, I know that there is a lot of discussion going on with um, Law Society of Scotland and uh, down south in relation to moving towards practical systems because people can't meet to sign things. Obviously, electronic signature and it provides a, a potential solution. So where are you at in relation to that? We are, we are in development with um, DocuSign. We have went through the partner process with them and the software is in test at the moment to make sure that it's a, a compatible solution. It should be in caseload within the next few months. We are just waiting on some guidance from the Law Society, which we are closely following to make sure that anything we implement is compatible with, with the regulations and requirements to that they set out. And the same goes for things like the ML certificate reporting and risk assessment. We have been working very hard with them as 
many case management providers are doing at the moment. And these measures and procedures will be in the software within the next few months as well. So taking all those things very seriously and making sure that everything comes into the software. Okay, thanks. And in respect of anti-money laundering compliance, you know, again, another issue given the current situation. Um, so where are you at in relation to that? So we've actually been working with the team over at Amicus uh, for the past few months as well to provide an integration between their software and ours. It's currently been used very heavily by some of our existing partners. And part of the reason for the integration was that we know that moving from a current compliance process to a new online system can be pretty daunting. So along with the Amicus team, we have built support networks to help firms with this, whether that's making sure it's simple for staff to move away from paper-based processes, quickly answering day-to-day technical or regulatory questions, or ensuring costs are completely transparent. So collaboratively with our new caseload software, Amicus ID seamlessly integrates workflows, digital risk assessments, internal decision-making audits and client data. All that data is stored in one place, which is handy, so there's no need for duplication. The aim, as always, is to save firms a bit of time and they can be assured that they are being consistent and also secure. Okay, listen, thank you so much. Um, I know you're involved in very busy times currently. Is there just anything you'd like to to finish up and say to those who have listened in to to our podcast? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, one thing I think we want to reiterate to the listeners is that, look, if you're out there, anyone, uh, if you're looking for advice on how to go about introducing the cloud or you have general questions about using technology to get you through this challenging period, we're here if anyone would like to speak to us. We're obviously here for our customers, but are happy to speak with and help any law firm who are struggling with technology and we'll do our best to help without any obligation or sales element. Well that's a very um, generous uh, gesture I'm sure there'll be people who will be in touch in relation to that. Well thank you both for your time Um, I'm I'm sure um, the information that's been imparted will help our listeners which is everything that illegal is about so thank you very much we'll publish this uh, as quickly as we can thanks for your time. Pleasure. Thanks, Ali. Thanks, Ali. Thank you for listening to this Hey Legal podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. To hear the full CPD qualifying content, please visit heylegal.co.uk to subscribe and join our community. Or you could ask your law firm to contact us for a firm-wide subscription. Learn more. Be more. With Hey Legal.